My Crazy Family. It's the brand new podcast that we have officially launched that you can now subscribe to and you can now share your crazy family stories to as well. You're about to hear a 15-minute preview of My Crazy Family. While you're listening, be sure to search My Crazy Family on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download podcasts and press subscribe. Brand new episodes every single Monday and Wednesday of each week, jam-packed with crazy family stories that may make you and your family feel quite normal, (laughs) or maybe not. Search My Crazy Family wherever you download podcasts, press subscribe, and then share your crazy family story as well. Enjoy this 15-minute preview of the My Crazy Family podcast. Anytime you get into a relationship and someone has kids, you have to understand, in most cases, they come along as part of the package. But what do you do when you realize that you may not be cut out to be the the greatest step-parent? It's a sticky, tough situation and a fine line to walk, and I've walked it myself. We'll explore that next. On today's episode of My Crazy Family. Boy. My. Crazy. Crazy. Family. Family. My. Crazy. Family. I've walked it myself, too. I have some fine stories to share. Uh, And uh, if you like the show, be sure to uh, press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. You don't miss any episodes of the show. Go to uh, crazyfampod.com and share your crazy family story with us. Or call 833-272-9326. Right now, uh, a chance for you to get a $500 uh, Amazon gift card for doing a very simple task, correct? Yeah, all you have to do is leave us a review, take a screenshot of it, send it to contest at crazyfampod.com, and you'll be entered in to win a $500 Amazon gift card. Yeah, check that out and uh, get in on that. We'll try and uh, get that knocked out here before the holidays. So it'd be a nice little uh, extra, extra to uh, to pick up some stuff with. I think I personally would uh, end up buying a large uh, cheese box from Swiss Colony uh, that uh, is in Wisconsin. Uh, it's a it's a company. Are that they I, still around? I get. I still get the catalogs. Do you? <laughs> I do. I still get the cat, and they haven't changed. I think the photography is circa like 1978 on most of the pictures, and the cheese boxes that you get are still circa 1978. When everyone now back in the day, children, all of three or four years ago, we used to people used to work in offices. And, yes. uh, and and they would go to work and there'd be a thing called a coffee bar. And those coffee bars would sometimes be filled, especially around the holidays, with like little bonuses and little extra things of food and drink and whatnot. So I used to actually buy it for Audio Boom, which is the company that hosts our podcasting and brings in our advertising and all of that. And the sales team is all there. And they used to be in a building in New York. And every Christmas, I would buy the giant crazy big box that they have and it was i've never actually seen it because i was never i've never stepped foot in the office but i would get this giant one that's probably like the size of a large screen television and then they would put it on the you know like the coffee bar and everybody would you know get their stuff and they always thank me because they're like no other podcasts do this for us i'm like well you bring me my income so thank you but now now everybody works from home so it's like uh maybe i need to like send smaller gift boxes. I didn't know what to do the last two years because of COVID. So I don't know. I got to start looking it up. I just got my catalog the other day. If you're looking for a truly 1970s cheese box, cheese box experience, 
they're the people for you. Well, and I like their pictures and I like that they're so old because it brings you this this feeling of nostalgia that we just don't have anymore. Mm -hmm. I remember as a kid, I I was just so amazed by this concept of a cheese box. Uh, (laughs) I had never seen one before. My parents, the first time I saw it again, this is we were just talking about uh, Wausau off the air. The first time I ever saw a cheese box, uh, it was given to my parents at a wedding uh, there uh, where you live in Wausau. We were visiting and it was uh, from my aunt to my parents. And it was, you know, had like the the saltwater crackers and the, you know, a cheese that's not really cheese, all that stuff in it. I'm like, this is like a feast. Oh, my gosh. This little can of ham. That's amazing. And I was just. <laughs> yeah. I was blown away. All of the fake greens and everything in there. That was at the, uh, I think the hotel's still standing. Years ago, it was a Howard Johnson. And before that, I don't know what it is now, but there was like a little restaurant. It's very old looking. It's, it's like gone, Tony. It's, it's gone? now a Hilton. They ripped it down and, ma- and built a Hilton. It was right by the highway. Yep. You know what I'm talking it's gone. about? Okay. It, it's not the round one. It was the, it was a, Yeah. No, this is they they ripped that down and it had a really good restaurant. I love that restaurant. It was kind of a cracker barrel ish. Yes. Yes. I didn't they have like green carpeting. I just remember being very green in there. And it was was, like 1970s shag type green going on. 100 percent. Yes. And the rock walls. It was very, very classic, very Wisconsin supper clubby. Um, But yeah, I remember that. And uh, there you go. Yeah, it's gone. It's it's such a. Emma Crumbies. Emma Crumbies. Yeah. Emma, Emma Crumbies. That's what it was called. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just thought of it. But the food was amazing there. Mm-hmm. And they ripped it down. Yeah. It used to be a Howard Johnson's. They ripped it down and built a Hilton in, in its spot. It's probably time. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was probably. But man, didn't they have like a, didn't they have a uh, wasn't wasn't like a holiday holiday in at one point and there was like a holodome attached to it. Or was that a different one? I'm I think to, that was a different one. Okay. I don't recall that. Okay. I just remember swimming there and thinking, oh, this is amazing. This is quite a vacation for us to go stay overnight at a hotel for one night. That was quite a deal as a child. And I just remember thinking, this is an amazing hotel. <laughs> <laughs> so these are the things that, you know, people like remember, like childhood memories. Like, I remember my first home run. I remember my first this or that. I remember my first cheese box, kids. My first cheese box. And that's that's the memories I hold dear why I am the way I am today. So what do we got going on with family stuff on our, our yeah, that episode? all makes sense now, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. Our first story, my parents announced that they want to have a family vacation. My grandparents gave each of their kids a check for Christmas and our parents were supposed to give it, give us grandkids our portion of that check. My parents never did that and instead saved it all in hopes of having a family vacation. However, <laughs> the only thing this money covers is lodging because my mom refuses to stay in anything less than four stars, even though you can find really nice three-star hotels for a lot less. My mom really wants to do a week in Hawaii. We are then responsible for all food, flights, activities, and spending. Here's a little background. My parents are still married and both of my brothers are married. They are all dual income families earning between 200 and 400,000 per family. I am single. I have no boyfriend or children, and while I do earn a decent living for my age, I am far from the amount they earn. I'm not complaining, nor am I jealous, because I understand there are two incomes per family where mine is just one. However, 
Two incomes can afford a lot more than just one income. My parents and siblings can easily do a vacation in Hawaii, whereas it would be hard for me. Mm-hmm. Everything there is so much more expensive, and I know my family. They have expensive taste. And yeah, I like to indulge on occasion, but I cannot afford to vacation at their level. Now, I explained this to my family and offered several alternative locations that have a lot to do, but are much more affordable for everybody. I was then met with, oh, come on, what expenses do you actually have to not be able to afford this? Oh, you just have to save for it, or it's not that expensive. We're paying for your lodging. I again tried to explain that I don't spend that much on vacations because I want to live within my means and not use my entire savings just on a trip. I have financial goals I want to reach, and I won't reach them if I use all of my savings on a vacation. I was met with, well, this is a once in a lifetime vacation, like we can never do it again. End of story. I think if you don't want to go and you don't want to put that money there, there's nothing wrong with that. You're being financially responsible. Don't go. And, you know, if they're going to keep guilting you, uh, you know, just stop talking about it. Just say, look, I'm not going to go. And um, I mean, unless one of you uh, are able to help me cover these costs, then I'm not going. But I'm not asking for that. I'm just saying I I can't afford to right now. Maybe. and, And you're not doing it with the intention of mom and dad, you know, suddenly jumping and going, oh, we'll cover you. You're just doing your thing and you're not asking for it. You're just stating facts and there's nothing wrong with being fiscally responsible, especially when you're young. It's so easy to get pressured into this or that. And sometimes people don't realize, well, yeah, they can't afford this or that. Well, they should, but they don't. And you're, you're being responsible and they're just, they're being them. Everybody, when it comes to finances, everybody's in such different boats and, and we, we shouldn't be sitting there having to justify why we are or aren't doing something. Nobody needs to know what's in those bank accounts. And if you're being responsible, then good. You're an adult too. I mean, so it's not like we're talking sixth grade family vacation and you're staying home because your allowance doesn't cover, uh, you know, travel. Uh, you're an adult. You don't, you don't necessarily need to go on vacation with your family every time they go on vacation as an adult. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the other thing to remember, too, and and you can attest to this because I know you recently went to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. It is not cheap. It's not. But you know what? I, it was less expensive than I expected it to be uh, as far really? as far as stuff goes. Yeah. I mean, it, it mean, uh, it wasn't a cheap vacation at all to get like the hotel, you know, and the flight that was expensive. But when it came to eating out, when it came to going to the grocery store, honestly, I maybe a little bit more, but we we also went at the time this last summer where inflation was everywhere. So I don't know if like, you know, all the inflation back in the, the mainland had spiked up so much that then Hawaiian prices really couldn't go much higher. Right. Uh, well, that's probably true or what, but I mean, I, I walked into a Walmart there one day on an Island cause I wanted to get a new pair of swimming trunks. And I just kind of walked around for a minute cause I was curious about that exact topic and that exact uh statement that a lot of people make of everything's being so much more expensive and i'm sure there there is a a truth to it but honestly just walking around prices that i saw at that walmart did not look that much different than at home so so i don't know i mean i'm sure there are some places the restaurants we ate at some were really nice some were really not they were just you know kind of local you know hole in the wall you know fresh shrimp the prices were really not that different than like a food truck that was around here or any really place in the country. 
so I don't know. I, I didn't feel that crazy burden of, of price on stuff, but yes, lodging, getting there, that's where it ain't, it ain't going to Ohio or something like that. You, yeah. And that's the thing. I, if you wanted to do anything there, if you want to take a, a tour or yeah. you, you know, deep sea fishing, that's not cheap. Those things. Yes. Those things are expensive. So if you're going on excursions, yes. And I guess maybe that's where people come in and say it's really expensive. Sure. If you're going to do all those sort of things, yes, that certainly does add up. Uh, but if you're not, if you're just going to the beach every day, which you could easily do other than getting there and you're lodging, it doesn't have to be that expensive. Quite honestly, if you are smart with your money, you could really get away, go to Walmart, get your snacks and pack a cooler and drive to 10 different beaches in a day. And it's not going to be that bad. Well, that's the thing is, is you want to go to a grocery store or a Walmart, someplace like that and get your snacks so that you're not spending $30 yeah. per meal per person yeah. somewhere just for lunch. And there's ways of doing it. I just, I don't know. I've always been very good at managing money and living frugally, um, even when I don't need to anymore, but I still live frugally for the most part. But when I you know want to go and do something special, it's worth it. I, and I'll spend the money to do it. But for the most part, you could manage that pretty good. I was, I feel like I should do a podcast on living within means because I'm good at it. And I've, I've, I've gone from making next to nothing uh, and, and still living a very happy, fulfilling life. You can do it. You can make it work. It's just you got to think a little bit um, about where those dollars go and, and how to make things make the most of things, if you will. There's hacks. There's tons of hacks to life. Absolutely. And, you know, back to our story, I, I think it, it kind of makes me sad that her family doesn't like look at her as a great example that, you know, she's doing things on her own yeah. and just really doesn't want to go. And that's OK. Like if they really, really want her to go and they make that kind of money, mm -hmm. then pay for her shit. Yeah. If there's, you know, someone, or say, yeah. I'll loan you the money. And if you want to pay us back, great. Sure. I think something like that, if you really want them to go and you're the one that's you know, proposing the trip, um, then and they can afford it, then pay for them. If if you think it's so important and you have the money to do it, then do it um, or just do the thing. Like if you can't afford it right now, that's fine. It just it's OK. There's nothing wrong with that. That's you're you're living life and it's it's part of adulting, if you will. Want more of the My Crazy Family podcast? Well, you're in luck. There's plenty of episodes to start binging away on right now for absolutely free. All you have to do is search My Crazy Family wherever you download podcasts or on Apple Podcasts and find our program and press subscribe. My Crazy Family. Search for it now, press subscribe, and start binging away this instant. My Crazy Family. Enjoy.